Welcome to the Preaching to the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. I wanted to take this opportunity to do a little introduction about myself, just in case we've never actually met in real life or we're not internet friends. (laughs) First, my name is Jen, and I was a choir director and a show choir director for 17 years formally in the classroom. I taught my first couple years in Nebraska because I graduated from the University of Nebraska with my degree in music education. My husband and I moved to Texas in 2005 because we thought that sounded like a fun adventure and we didn't know anybody and we had no family down here and I had no idea about the coral landscape in this state. And what I quickly learned is that Texas is a coral powerhouse. The choirs that come out of Texas, the university ones, the all-state ensembles are some of the best in the country. And so I learned so much about concert choir music in my time as an educator here in Texas, and I'm so grateful for that. But while I was learning about concert choir, I was spending a lot of time also educating other choir directors and educators in our area about competitive show choir. Much like in many places in the Midwest, it takes some years and it takes someone with a little bit of know-how coming into the state to really help that endeavor grow. And it was no different in Texas. They really hadn't had anyone down here pushing the competitive angle of show choir. They were doing mostly what we would consider swing choir um, tracks. Sometimes they were all holding microphones and a lot of stub touches and jazz hands. So the notion of competitive show choir was very new. And the group that I was in charge of at my school, Voices of Central from Keller Central High School. Uh, We started competing in 2007. We first competed in Mississippi because geographically that was, I think, seven minutes closer (laughs) than the next closest competition in the Midwest. And uh, after that first year, we hired Stephen Todd as our choreographer. And we went and competed from then on mostly in the Midwest, either in the Nebraska circuit area. Um, And then my last year that we were there, we actually competed at Wheaton Warrenville South. And Our goal, because we didn't have a competitive season in Texas, was to make finals wherever we went because our entire competitive season was that one invitational we were going to out of state. And so my goal became um, professionally to grow show choir in the state of Texas so that we could, just selfishly even for my own group, have a circuit to compete on as opposed to only getting this one shot out of state. And so as the years went by, we started our own invitational in Texas, the Lone Star Show Choir Invitational. It still happens. It's the last Saturday in February every year. So if you'd like to come down and compete, we have pretty decent weather guys during that time of the year. <laughs> um, but so I started that invitational in 2009. And Uh, slowly but surely, more groups in Texas started competing. And then now we're up to um, two other competitions in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. There's also a competition in the Austin area. So now there is starting to be kind of a competitive circuit. But, you know, it took about 
10 years is kind of what it takes to have that happen. In that time, I did leave Central High School to go open a new high school in a new school district just across the across the interstate from where we were. And I spent one year doing that before I got a phone call from some friends up in South Dakota and asking if I want to apply to direct Friend Aku, which is the competitive show choir in Mitchell, South Dakota. And if you are in any way involved with Midwest Show Choir, you know that Friend Aku is one of those legendary groups that's been around a long time um, and has been led by some amazing directors over the years. Their competitive time really started with Jeff Guimar. They continued through and had many directors over the course of a few years. And then Chris Miller was there for nine years, I believe, before he went to Wheaton Warrenville South. And when he left, uh, I took the position. So my family and I moved to South Dakota which may seem insane, but uh, my husband is from Sioux Falls, so it really wasn't that crazy. And we got to spend three years there in Mitchell. Um, For me, it was really doing my dream job. Um, I say still to this day that there, it's probably no educational experience as far as like um, in the choir classroom that will ever top those three years that I spent there in Mitchell. So when my husband needed to move back to Texas for a job opportunity, um, it became clear to me that I really didn't want to spend time in another full-time choral classroom setting because I'd already really lived the dream is what it felt like for me. And over the years that I was in Mitchell and getting more opportunity to judge and spend time in the Midwest, I was realizing that I really, really missed what I had in Texas as far as getting to do professional development for other professionals, um, other choir directors, and up-and-coming directors as far as teaching them about show choir and and all the things that I'd learned over my years in this in this field. And so the idea came that I th- that I thought I would not take a concert choir job when we got back to Texas and that I would go out on my own and do freelance. And so now I've spent this year being a full-time freelance clinician. So I travel around the country and work with groups either by running a retreat for them or hosting a leadership um, activity for their schools or doing rehearsals where we clean choreo and adjust things during the competitive season, stuff like that. And it has been for me a dream. I love getting to be everyone's cheerleader. And when you have a group, when you have some skin in the game, so to speak, it's harder to do that. You're very busy, of course, worrying about your own group and you don't really get to experience the joy of the other groups that you're competing against. But in this capacity, I'm getting to spend time working with directors that are friends who I really enjoy you know, hearing their insights and seeing what they're doing with their kids. And I love getting to maybe help them a little bit and maybe giving them a couple pieces of information they hadn't thought of about their show. And then I love getting to see the shows and the kids grow over the course of the year and getting to do that with a lot of different groups and not just one. During this year also, I finished up editing and it is now... um, it is now being published. I finished my first show choir book, which is called The Art of Competitive Show Choir, How We Do It, Why We Do It, and How to Make Better Humans With It. So that book is coming out this summer. It's being published by GIA, which is very exciting. And then this podcast has been kind of a labor of love for me over the last year or so. So I'm so excited to get to bring you the information that I have spent 17 years accruing in show choir world. Because any of us who are in this know that it's not written down anywhere. There's no encyclopedia of show choir that you can go to and open up and get all the questions answered. Um, It may be out there on the internet in different Facebook groups or on different websites, but it's really hard to find one place where it's all compiled. So I created the website Show Collective, which goes live here. 
in the next a little bit of time to hopefully put all of the resources we would need as show choir professionals into one place and also give you a place to ask questions and get professional development. The uh, show collective hosts events as well. Um, so that is really my secondary pet project at this time. It's not just working with schools around the country. It's finding ways to help show choir professionals feel supported in the work that they're doing. And show collective is a big part of that. And that's why they sponsor this podcast. So I hope this answers some of your questions about who the heck is this Jen Randall person in case we've never met for real. Um, I hope that you're enjoying listening to the podcast episodes that are out so far. There are so many more coming down the pike with so many interesting conversations with professionals that we're working with. If you have a suggestion for somebody you'd like to hear interviewed, we would love to hear it. You can email me at showchoirconsults at gmail.com if you have some guest suggestions that you'd like to hear interviewed on our podcast. Otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in. Share this with your professional friends. And I look forward to meeting you for real in the real world, maybe someday soon.